0: Welcome to My Shitty Podcast, so shitty it only has one T. I'm your host, Adam Copeland. I want to thank my guest, Michelle, for coming in and talking to us about uh, all three of her jobs that she's got right now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, man. Uh, It's wild. Uh, I also get zapped with a laser at the end of this episode. Uh, I took it in for a tattoo removal and uh, recorded the audio so you can hear me get popped. It's the second time, so I'm not... As much of a wimp, but it still fucking hurt. Uh, anyways, yeah, man. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, write a review. If um, do, do, do you want to help me out, you can go to the website, take the survey. Uh, it's a real short survey on myshittypodcast.com. Uh, and if you don't want to do any of that shit, just tell a friend. Tell a friend about uh, my shitty podcast. That helps me out. Probably more than all of those things. Um, so, thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate it. Without uh, further ado, let's let the cat out of the bag. It's a maraschino cherry syrup, which oh, kind of okay. like changes the, the color of it. But yeah, have you ever watched uh, Riding in Cars? Car? Cars? With getting boys. Cars with Comedians? Oh, getting no. coffee? No. It's a really long name. I <laughs> fucked it up too. I didn't even get the, the name right. <laughs> Uh, it's a internet show with, uh, Jerry Seinfeld and he has comedians on and he always gets like a car that reminds him of his guest. So like he buys
1: a car that reminds him of his guest.
0: I think he just borrows it for the show. Um, and he will, I don't know, he'll pick up like comedian friends and in like a black Cadillac because it's a classic and it runs like this and it's a big, got a big engine, kind of like your mouth. You're sort of a motor mouth guy. So I got, I don't know. So I started doing the same thing with cocktails. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And the, the reason why I did this one, this is the Corpse Revive number two. So I did the same, followed the same format, like a guest that reminds me of this particular cocktail. So that's the Corpse Revive number two because you revive people in your job. Yeah, those loud noises from what the was street. That? Uh, it's like a dump truck.
1: Oh, okay, rad. All There's right. a bunch of like construction <laughs> like, around the house.
0: Or sounds around, like Transformers yeah, outside. The <laughs> outside of the house. So luckily these microphones aren't powerful enough to pick up like the street noise, but you'll probably hear it through your headphones. Okay, rad. Um, <clears throat> But anyways, yeah, the Course Revive number two reminded me of you because you will revive people right on. in your profession. <laughs> and, you know, people come in just like hungover or a corpse, Right. and then you kind of get course. them back to... Revival. I don't know.
1: No, oh, it's true. Yeah, that's what we do.
0: So, since you're not going to drink, drink of it because <laughs> you have to go back to work, I'll take a sip. You know, I'll, uh, yourself. I'll, I'll fall on this grenade. Mmm. <laughs> it's delicious. Okay. Um, you want to get started? I'm ready. Um, just, uh, you think you want to warm I, up I feel a little good. bit? Yeah. You're doing good so far. All right. If we just keep this up. It sounds
1: normal. My voice sounds better now.
0: Your voice sounds fantastic. Thank you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like Uh, Rachel Ray, Demi Moore, or Marge Simpson.
0: Ooh, those are all good.
1: (laughs) That's what I get all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on how dressed or dressed down I am.
0: (laughs) Uh, In the kitchen, if you're cooking something, Rachel Ray. What's Demi Moore doing? What does she do? I
1: don't fucking know. What would she,
0: you be doing that reminded someone of Demi Moore? If I Moore? if
1: I'm downtown at the bar, then I, gotcha. I get Demi Moore. Yeah. Someone trying to hit on me. I got- but if I'm at home, I get Marge Simpson or maybe her, one of her sisters.
0: Oh, homie, <laughs> that's great. Oh, homie. <laughs> um, okay, well, why don't you introduce yourself right. and tell me where you work? You've got a couple jobs, by the way, right?
1: Yeah. Are we talking about all of them or just?
0: Yeah, I'd one? like I'd like to at the end talk about. Uh, the laser removal, laser smoke? Okay. yeah. Um, but let's start with the um, your current job, uh, the Rolling re- Revival.
1: So Rolling Revival is my business. I'm the founder, owner, manager, uh-huh. operator, and it's an IV hydration clinic. We just travel to mostly like bachelor parties, or you know, the day after your birthday party, or you know, just to your home, and yeah. you get on the bus with your group of friends. So we treat parties of four or more, mm-hmm. and um, we hook you up to an IV. Thirty minutes later, you feel great.
0: Yeah. Um, do you do you ever have a? I don't know. Do you ever like pull up to like a, I, a long time ago I got oh, yeah. I got a backup real fast. Oh, a yeah. long time ago, um, you came to a bar that uh, I was working at because we had like a big Packers That's game right. following. That's right. uh, we were a Packers bar. Um, and a lot of people would just show, like, they had early games and they would show up kind of, yeah, I think fumes. it was like
1: 10 AM or something. I'm not sure. 11 AM, whenever the games start. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we did in the beginning of our business, I had to work through a couple different, um, you know, my, my formula has changed a little bit, but I purchased this bus because I had this horrible hangover one day and I was like, I asked my friend Sarah, I was like, Hey, you're a doctor. Can you bring one of those IV bags over? and Like hook me up cause I got a bad hangover. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm not really supposed to have these things, you know, like, this isn't, like, I can use it on myself, but I can't really be administering medical treatments to people at their house, like, you know, it's, this isn't okay. Yeah. So, uh no, I'm not going to bring you that. And I was pretty pissed off and annoyed. But years <laughs> went by, and then um, I manage a med spa downtown. Yeah. And uh, at our med spa, you know, we have, uh, we're right downtown by all the bars on 6th Street. Yeah. So... South by Southwest would come in and, you know, during the music portion of the festival, it's it's really busy downtown. So none of my clients can get to me. But it was just Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I was like, I don't even know how old I was. It was I was younger, you know, 25, 26. And I was just like, yeah, fucking yeah, fucking A. Like, yeah, I'll have the weekend off. This is amazing. Yeah. Who cares if I make no money because I'm going to have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then the next year... It was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I was like, oh, this kind of sucks because, A, I can't party that many days because, yeah. you know, after a certain age, you can't take that many shots and still recover well.
0: Oh, I lick my wounds <laughs> a lot longer than I used to. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. The older you get, the worse it becomes. The next year, it was multiple, like almost a whole week. And I make money based on, you know, how our spa does, or at the time, you know, I did, you know, definitely. And um, so, Yeah. It kind of put me out of commission. I told my boss, we got to do something about this. Like, we're not doing anything. We need to rent our facility out to, like, as a bed of breakfast for some band or yeah. something. Like, I need to make some money. Yeah. And we looked out the window. We were there together. And I saw all these drunk, young, cool-looking kids. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what we're going to do. He's like, we could sell T-shirts or sell water bottles. I'm like, I'm not fucking standing on the road selling water like a homeless guy. Like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. But my dad was in the military and his brother was in the military. And we thought about, well, what if we hook people up to IVs? Yeah. And we give them IV treatments like in the military, all the medics do that. Yeah. And uh, so we looked into that and uh, I told my boss, okay, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. And then like, we'll get this, this going. And then we'll offer IV treatments during this whole week. And then he didn't tell me what to do. And then next year come around and (laughs) I was like, Hey, are we gonna do this IV thing or what? He didn't do it. So then the next door came. I said, look, if you're not going to do this shit, I'm doing it. Yeah. And since I, my family owns mechanic shops and use car lots, mm-hmm. we bought all these cars at the auction. I got a car, I actually got an old airport shuttle Yeah. for a really discounted rate, <clears throat> souped it all up, you know, reformatted the seats and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. You're good. And made it um, perfect to give, you know, IV treatment. So I had a, a really good friend of mine who is a nurse and mm-hmm. she manages at a local hospital yeah. in the ER department. And she helped me set up you know all the protocols, so it's all you know on the up and up. and i have a friend that's a doctor, and she is our medical director. Obviously, you know I have to pay her still, you know, but nothing is free. Yeah. but you know she she uh, oversees all of, all of our medical professionals to make sure that things are working well. And at that time when I first started, I started my opening weekend was ACL weekend. Mm-hmm. And it didn't go that well, but it was really more about you know kind of getting our brand out there and letting people know that this is an actual thing. If you have a hangover, we hook you up. 25 to 35 minutes later, your hangover is fucking gone. Yeah. You feel great. You can go in ACL and party and have a great time and not feel not feel bad. So it was really about getting our, our name out there. And then the second weekend, um, I think it rained. For ACL? I can't remember if that was my first year or my second year. But either way, it was just about getting our name out there. And then after that, I started looking up events. And your event at the bar that you worked at was one of the events. It was like a regular ongoing weekend event. Yeah. So we would go to like um your bar for the Packers I don't know, the Packers Club. Yeah, you know, Sundays. And then we would go to out in front of La bar because the Texans have theirs. Yeah. Over there. And then we would go
0: Was that lucrative? Did people like take advantage of that? Or was it just kind of like... I remember I ran out there and got like a B12, B12 shot. B12 shot, yeah. It was I awesome. I felt great for several days. It may have been like placebo. How long did those last? The no, B12, B12 shot.
1: It's supposed to last two or three weeks. But usually if I get one every week, I feel great. Yeah. You can definitely feel like kicks in, in about 30 minutes usually.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was almost yeah. instantaneous. Um, and definitely for several days, it's been a while since I had one, but definitely for several days afterwards, uh, I was just yeah, like... energy. And yeah, that's yeah. kind of like,
1: that's like a booster that we give to people. But the IV treatment, like the reason why you're hungover is because your all your vital organs in your brain, your kidney, your liver, your heart, your lungs, all your vital organs, you're dehydrated. Yeah. And um, if you just rehydrate, you're like, fluids alone... They will, it's holistic healing and that will heal all that, all your symptoms of a hangover. But in America, we like, um, our solutions a lot quicker.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So,
1: you know, we do add medicine and it helps, but yeah, it wasn't that lucrative because people go to the bar and they're already, all the women are already prettied up and, um, if they can't get pretty up cause they're hangover is so bad, they just stay in. And then all the yeah. guys are like just fucking watching that game. They do not want to step away sure. for a moment. So no, it didn't do well, but it was again, you know, it's good branding. Yeah. You got to take your licks
0: a little bit. You got your name out there. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know. I mean, I definitely knew alcohol was affecting me, but I didn't know that alcohol dehydrates your You on like a hormone hormonal level. I can't articulate a sentence. Um, Uh, booze like actually blocks, uh, the hormones that help you absorb water. So I hear, (laughs) I don't know. You know,
1: I'm not, I'm not a (laughs) medical person. I can't necessarily confirm that that is actually correct. Okay. But it does dehydrate you.
2: Okay. And you
1: feel thirsty and then because all your vital organs are dehydrated there, you're literally like, you know, that's the, the symptoms of your hangover. Yeah. It's the same thing that happens when you die of, um, starvation and like thirst, you know oh what I mean? Shit, like, really? Yeah. So it's, it's literally, would, if you were dying because you didn't, you died of starvation, then you would feel like you had the worst hangover of your fucking life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and <laughs> so an IV definitely helps you get hydrated yeah, it's the it's most efficiently. The like fastest way possible.
1: Yeah. So if you go to the hospital pretty much for anything, they give you an IV. Yeah. Um, if you had food poisoning, cause you've been vomiting you and the flu, you had a stomach virus, anything that basically, you know, um, cause your body to dehydrate, they're going to give you an IV. Yeah. So it's the first thing that we do. And it's, like I said, holistic healing at its finest. Other countries, you know, outside of the United States, they do it like in pharmacies. Yeah. And you're, oh, I think I'm coming down with something. They put you in a chair at the pharmacy. They hook you up to an IV with a little vitamin C and you're good to go.
0: What's in that? What cocktail is in that bag? Like, so what's, <laughs> what am I drinking through my veins? <laughs> our, our
1: bags are just normal saline. So it's sterile water with a little bit of salt. So it matches your body content. So your body accepts it. Okay. And um, doesn't, you know, doesn't reject it. And that, like I said, that's holistic healing. We can add vitamin C in there. Most people want it because I've never heard of anybody ever having an allergic reaction to vitamin C. Um, I'm sure it's possible, but it's very unlikely. Yeah. So we put vitamin C most of the time. And then if someone has a headache, we put what we call a headache medicine. It's kind of like a leave for Superman. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's um, way more potent than anything you could get over the counter.
1: It's a non steroidal anti inflammatory. So. It doesn't just help your headache. I'm
0: sorry, can you you're, hear that? you okay. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Sometimes I burp and cough right into the microphone. That's a good idea. Yeah. Next time, if I have to fart or burp,
1: then I'll just do that.
0: <laughs> just turn um. around and put your butt on the microphone.
1: <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, so we give that... Uh, headache medicine in the IV. So it's only one needle stick. And then we give this headache medicine and it kicks in in like five or ten minutes. So, But it doesn't just help your headache. It helps your old rotator cuff injury. Yeah. Your old ACL injury. Yeah. Your neck ache that you've had for five days because you fell asleep on the couch, you know, watching Seinfeld podcast. Yeah. <laughs> My should podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so that is amazing stuff. And then we also can give an anti-nausea medicine which is called uh, Zofran, and it kicks in usually about 10 to 15 minutes. So if someone comes on and they say, I've been vomiting all day,
2: mm-hmm.
1: then I give them that. If they look green or yellowy or they look like they're going to throw up, then right away when my medical professional is hooking them up, I start drawing this medicine for him, for him or her, my medical professional. And I uh, I say, here's the Zofran if they need it. Because the last thing I want is someone vomiting on the bus. Which, sure. You know. Has that a happen? few times has happened. Yeah. And when I was thinking of, you know, shitty things about my job, which I couldn't really think of much because hey, <laughs> this is my business and I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, but of course. B, you know, it's not like all the other medical professionals, like all the medical professionals I work with, and we have a team. You know, many um, paramedics, just because they they're really good at needle sticks. Mm-hmm. A couple nurses, some physicians assistants, obviously a doctor, and me. I'm I'm just a medical assistant on the bus. Yeah. Basically, these people all have stories about how patients or clients are mean to them.
2: Mm -hmm. Like,
1: you know, they're working at a hospital or they're working on the ER truck, and a client comes in and they're yelling demands at them. They're being mean and they're just grouchy because they're either they're dying in the paramedics' case, or they feel like hell. But on our case, I'm dealing with these bachelor parties that come in. They're fucking cool ass guys. Yeah, they come in, you know, and they just
0: smell yeah. like axe body they spray they do They're ready to- <laughs> not always smell
1: amazing but yeah. i will say that this is a luxury treatment so they usually have good hygiene oh that's but good. they usually come on you know the buzz with you know like no shoes and they i like sometimes they'll come on like i didn't brush my teeth i gotta go back i'm like great please do thank but, you yeah. well, i have some gum for you
0: Sure, sure
1: but usually it's like the last party i did they all smelled like Sunscreen. I was like, did you guys already go to the lake this morning? I just got here. It's 8.30 in the morning. They're like, oh, no, we got back from the lake late yesterday. I'm like, you still still like sunscreen. So none of you all have a shower, but they're like, we jumped in the pool, and that's kind of like the same thing, right? Yeah. And in my book, I would say yes. Yeah. It's like the same thing. I mean, yeah, for a bachelor party, I think that's probably
0: uh, a Yeah, I heard you mention that it was like a luxury treatment. Uh, I feel that to be true. I had a friend of mine um, I was working with last night, and she said that – or a friend of hers. I was working with uh, a young lady last night, uh, she said a friend of hers does the same thing. Um, and she said, like, it's all, like, rich people, rich, bougie people. She does it in, in Vegas.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, sure in vegas isn't everybody bushy? i mean it's
0: true very true but you know, she was like it's mostly like people with money in do you my think that's...
1: in my case it's not it's not okay. um no it's 28 to 38 year olds yeah they're definitely... just getting married and they want something unique for their bachelor party because they want their bachelor party to be better than everyone else's fucking bachelor party yeah they all so do. <laughs> and if they have a really cool like it's it's usually the bachelor that's organizing this but sometimes the best man or someone in the group yeah who is cool but um i do see a lot of finance guys and i don't know if yeah. they make a lot of money but they weren't a lot of Rolexes so sure. they probably are yeah making some money but yeah. we don't not everybody on the bus you know rolls on with the rollie you know like yeah they, I'm,
0: I'm not rich and i went uh I, in new orleans i went to uh a similar yeah uh,
1: okay yeah, they have place. a mobile place.
0: Yeah, and I wasn't even that hungover. Um just to try it out. But I just wanted to, well, I knew that I was going to be. Sure. Preventative
1: um, maintenance. That's, that's good.
0: Good. Yeah, yeah. Just like a preemptive strike for the most part. Yeah. Um, so, like, I went in there, got the IV, um, and I guarantee, like, I felt better. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, for I was sure. going to be there for a week, you know, so I knew I was going to be doing you need some it. Damage. I mean, you
1: can drink so late. Like, is it 24 hour drinking or is it just till like five in the morning? But uh, you
0: can get booze anytime. Yeah. So much. if
1: you're going to be in a place like that, like there, Vegas, then yeah, you need to. Yeah. You need to prehydrate. Yeah. So every time I go to a wedding, I get an IV treatment. So I will. Um. I'll.
0: Do sorry, you, I have do get bad coffee. That's guess. OK. You're good. I, um, have some good coffee if you want.
1: I know, right? <laughs> um, I will. I'll. I know that I'm going to a wedding and at weddings they always give you really, really tiny bits of food uh-huh. but really, really copious amounts of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> so I always get an IV like the day before I go. Uh-huh. I mean, there's a risk of having a bruise but it's, it's pretty rare. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to really already be pretty, pretty... Far dehydrated. You got to be know. a bad
0: phlebotomist, and I bet your paramedics have my so many needle really, sticks. My are really—they're
1: really good, but sometimes they—you know—everybody has a bad day and they may miss someone. But
0: and some people have bad veins. My like,
1: little sister had to get stuck three times once, but she was so dehydrated, I mean, like three days of ACL, and she yeah. already has tiny veins.
0: Here's what's unfortunate: yeah. when you're dehydrated, your veins are small, like they—they they get are, smaller. They are, they're smaller, so they're, and they're harder more to find. Fragile,
1: they can blow. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I used to do some phlebotomy. <clears throat> Which is basically just dro- blood drops. For, for anybody that doesn't know what that is. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, it was at a research hospital. And some of these drugs would, like, dehydrate people. And I had a really hard time. They would come in, no problem. Like, I'd stick them right away. It's all good. <laughs> they would, And then, like, a week into their treatment, I'm like, what happened to your veins? Where'd yeah, they go? Yeah, they used to be
1: good. <laughs> I can see them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and they'd... Walk out of there looking like. A- but
1: typically, I have you know young, young, healthy guys like you with giant veins, and they come in and we have no problem at all. But you know, every now and again, I get like, oh, like I had this guy. I was at the, I was at the park, that bar up north. Yeah, right at the domain. Uh huh. And he literally carried his wife onto the bus. I mean, she wasn't passed out or anything; she was just weak. <laughs> and he was like, "My wife is a nurse. We're from Houston." She like told me to look you guys up, uh-huh. and um, she she said I need an IV, I need some Zofran, and <laughs> yeah. I need it right now. So uh, we hooked her up, and she, you know, she was pretty pretty dehydrated. And she's like, I, I didn't eat all day. Mm-hmm. I planned my own wedding. I organized this whole thing. I didn't eat the entire day, and I drank tons of champagne. And here I am. And I knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> I told myself to eat. And I forgot. So yeah, I mean, just if you dehydrate yourself enough, your your vessels are gonna get a little yeah, gonna get tiny.
0: Yeah. Um, it's all good though. Um, but yeah, our
1: bachelor parties, I mean, 90% of what I do is bachelor parties. I'm trying to branch out. I'm getting a small unit, mm-hmm. um, so that I can just do individuals like husband and wife, wife and girlfriend, or you know, What's whatever the, friends what, that co- call.
0: Yeah. What's the minimum? Is it for people? Right now
1: it's parties of four or okay. more. Yeah. But I, I literally just purchased a, a small like sprinter deal and we're just going to get it wrapped up.
0: Cool. He's
1: this guy, Byron. He's freaking badass. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Um, and way cheaper than like an R, in uh, ER visit. If you're if, you oh, know, yeah, if like it's dehydrated. Bucks. Yeah. And you're wanna... talking,
1: I don't know <laughs> how much you paid in Las Vegas, but here in Austin on my bus, it's 119 or 139. Yeah. So, um, but I know there's, you know, other places that may charge like 180. And then obviously if you go to the ER, it's like closer to $800.
0: Yeah. Let's plug that business. So people know how to get a hold of you.
1: Yeah. Rolling revival Uh huh. and the, the websites rollingrevivalbus.com.
0: Yeah. So. Dig it. Um, you are a lady of many. You wear a lot of different hats. Sure. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I met you there, and then I later ran into you uh, whenever I was getting a tattoo removed. We'll get into that in a little bit. But first, I wanted to touch on the laser hair removal um, and uh, kind of talk about that side of things. Um Uh, Can you tell me about that?
1: Well, the laser hair job? it's pretty awesome if you've never had it. I suggest everybody to get it. I mean, for men, we do like a lot of the front of the necks, the Mm -hmm. ears, back of their necks. I don't have to get their neck trimmed all the time. Yeah. It's kind of a no-brainer when you talk about things that you're constantly maintaining. For women, it's pretty much everything from the middle of our eyebrows down all the way to our toes. Can you get it done in your eyebrows? Um, The middle of your eyebrows, above your eyebrows, depends on your orbital bone but you could do like under like I someone like me could do under their eyebrows yeah or an old woman older mm-hmm. older woman I should say <laughs> uh, yeah because their skin is looser so we could definitely do theirs
0: yeah because I heard that uh like around your eyeballs like you don't want that laser
1: well yeah definitely we stay on top of the bone sure so the bone protects you okay and then we have these little tiny little metal goggles that are kind of like tanning goggles but they're metal and they block laser light
0: jesus christ so,
1: Anyways, you will definitely want an experienced laser tech, like at Elements Laser Spa. There
0: we go. <laughs> there it is. Um,
1: but yeah, for sure, it, it's uh, it used to be a luxury treatment when I first started doing laser hair removal. We used to do like underarms for like one hundred and eighty-five dollars. Yeah. And now underarms are like forty-six dollars. So pretty much anyone can afford forty-six dollars, you know, for a treatment that's going to save them embarrassment and time and effort.
0: Yeah. Um, what's the, what would you say is the worst part about, uh, laser hair removal?
1: Laser hair removal <laughs> as a, as a recipient of laser hair removal, the worst part is the small amount of pain that goes along with it. And some areas obviously are more painful. Than others, like if you're a man, you know, the neck uh-huh. or if you're a woman, you know, the Brazilian bikini area, that's a little sensitive.
0: Yeah. You got to get in the um, gooch.
1: But when we do like a, a Brazilian, uh-huh. people are always so nervous because I don't know, well, you're a man and you may or may not. Groom your area well, but for women, we um, and I'll just leave that between you and your own peeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but we got um, do all right. We like if you've ever heard of a Brazilian wax, it's all the area on the front and the backside. So the nobody whole... wants a dirty, yeah, hairy butthole, right? Yeah. Nobody. And I remember years ago, I worked at another uh, a big company laser spa, and I remember this lady came in with her daughter, and the daughter was like. Mom, I want you to step out when I get my Brazilian done because I don't want you to see her laser my butthole. And I was like, <laughs> well, why are you going to say it like that? And her mom was like, ew, you have hair on your bone. Her and I both look at the mom and we're like, uh, yeah, everybody does. Yeah. And then she's like, no, I do not. And I was like.
0: The mom's saying this? The mom, the mom <laughs> is saying this. And
1: I said, ma'am, I can guarantee you do.
0: Absolutely. And yeah. actually,
1: I would love to prove it to you because I like oh, to teach people. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't, I'm not really in the technically I'm in the business of shaving people's buttholes, but I'm not in the business of shaving <laughs> people's buttholes. So I was like, here's a razor. Your daughter and I are going to step outside the door. Yeah. And I just want you to run a razor across that area. If there is no hair, then the razor will be clean. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we stepped down. We're standing outside the door and we're saying like, I can't believe my mom hasn't went like 50 something years and doesn't fucking know that people have hair in their buttholes. Yeah. You know, and uh, she goes ah, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like that. And we just hear her outside the door and she's like. Terrified. (laughs) Yeah. Because there's hair in her bone and she never knew it. (laughs) You can't imagine going this many years in your life. Like you groom all these areas, but then you leave this one area. Yeah. So, anyways. I just thought it was really funny, but... There um, must be
0: some neglect down there, like in showers and... bad for her husband. Me same, I know. know. (laughs) Goodness gracious. But
1: yeah, it was funny. So everybody has hair in places (laughs) they don't want to, even if they don't want to admit it.
0: And you have to shave before you get They need to
1: shave. So we don't want to shave anybody's, you know, uh, private areas. We don't want to accidentally cut anything. So we just like to let them... You know, do their own shaving before they come in, and then we laser it. And that goes with tattoo removal too. We ask if you have a really hairy area that you're getting your tattoo, like if you're doing a whole chest piece and it's all hairy. Then we want you to shave it. Yeah. Because um, the laser can penetrate into the skin deeper if the hair is not there. Yeah. So just a little bit of science.
0: Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't think about that? Yeah, so
1: I don't know where your tattoo is because I don't recall.
0: Uh, it's in it, between my shoulder blades, the one that I'm getting done it's now.
1: Probably not that hairy. It's or not that way
0: hairy. High. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not too bad. Um, definitely run a. I'll run a ra- razor over it. <laughs> if you can
1: reach it. Definitely do.
0: Yeah, just because there could be like a, a sprig or two. And I read the the uh I don't know like so the, so email the laser.
1: Yeah, the laser. The way that it works is it sees color or pigment, so that dark color absorbs all the light energy from the laser. So if you have black hair that's growing over that area then it's gonna it stops as soon as it sees color that laser light stops yeah so any heat from that will penetrate deeper into the skin but if it's a hair it just singes it to a little curl and that's it and then oh. you lost that amount of laser light
0: oh i gotcha you know what i mean cool so
1: you, to have the best trim you want to make sure it's dig it clean shaven yeah and that's with hair removal too
0: awesome um have you ever had a bad experience with somebody that didn't shave what what do you tell you're telling me Last time I was I in about it, smell, I, I was,
1: smelled my fair share of burning, <laughs> burning butt hair. It's not fun. I don't want to make fun of our clients because yeah, they're our clients just... and we love them. And But sometimes people don't do a good job. And so I say, hey, ma'am, you're just ma'am or man, whatever.
0: Yeah, whoever this whoever person is may client, be.
1: You didn't do a great job shaving. I'm going to go ahead and shave it for you. Yeah. And then I do my best. But the thing is, we're using, like, disposable pick razors.
2: Yeah, not and the best it's razor. it's not
1: the best area. And so sure. I try my best, and we don't want to laser over here, So we try not to laser over here. But, you know, a time or two, like, a have zap. And, you know, I don't care What's how it? good someone wipes. You know, your butthole's still going to smell like a butthole. Yeah, your butthole. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: Your butthole will
1: and so, carry yeah. It, yeah, that I, scent. I, I have. I I There's went. A, I did my laser treatment for my client. It was the last client of the day. Uh Cleaned up everything. Went to eat at Cheddar's, which (laughs) is like a big franchise. And then I got a honey butter bun or something, whatever they're called. I was so hungry. I worked like all day, like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Yeah. That day. And met all my friends up there for someone's birthday. And I went to grab a bite of these amazingly yummy, like, I don't know what they're like, croissants or biscuits. I can't remember. They've
0: hired Cheddar's has hired scientists to get together and make the most delicious tasting meal in the entire world. I mean, I you sat that. down for it. No, I'm just I kidding. I went. I, I,
1: I grabbed I'm this. kidding. You know, warm toasty bun, bun, warm toasty bun <laughs> with a the, butter, you're, the you're honey bun. You've with
0: buns all day. <laughs> buns
1: all day. I went to take like a bite, and all of a sudden, I was gagged. I was like, Ugh! and then I tried it again. Like, Ugh! it literally smelled like that woman's butthole hair. I put it down, go to the bathroom, wash my face, clean my nose out. Uh-huh. Like I was so disgusted. Yeah. I can never go back to cheddars again.
0: No, it like, ruined that meal because you were I, still reminiscent of her poor I must
1: have had it in my nose. Like <laughs> and that's the thing with anything that you're any plume, like if you have if you're standing out by a fire and there's yeah. smoke or anything, re- it goes in your nose and it's it's stuck to your mucous membranes. And so you really don't think about it when you're a young laser technician yeah. lasering people's Brazilians and buttholes and whatnot. Yeah, vaginas. But you literally have their body hair plume inside your nose. Have
0: you ever done a and dude? And mouth
1: or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I've done a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for telling me. Now I'm thinking about that, guys.
0: I'm sorry. Stuff. I'm sorry. Anyways.
1: But do yeah, you no. wear gloves when you do it? You Obviously, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, not There's no happy endings at the end here. <laughs> for sure. <Some> medical treatment. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I just meant like, I didn't yeah. know if like maybe it was on your hand when you went to go like bite the biscuit. No,
1: definitely not. We, I wear gloves for sure. 100%. Okay. Yeah, It was just in my nose. So. It was,
0: yeah, there was some, there was an essence in remaining. So I've learned somewhere. my
1: lesson. I try, <laughs> like I like to. Like, if I'm wearing scrubs, I try to change my scrubs, like, when I go home. Yeah. I don't want to be in those all day, because who knows what the heck is floating around on those.
0: Sure, yeah. Same, I mean... I, I tell my
1: my technicians all the time, I'm like, if someone has genital warts and you see them, I mean, obviously, we're not doctors, so we can't diagnose things. So you can't say, ma'am or sir, you know, this is a genital wart. I think you need to check this it out. It out. Yeah. Looked out. But you can say, there's something here, I don't know what it is, I'm going to go around it. Yeah. Or just go around it and not tell them, because it's not really any of our business. I mean... You know, whatever you think, if you're comfortable with that client and you want to tell them, hey, you need to get this looked at, it looks like John Warts, go ahead. But if you laser over warts, because warts are viruses, huh. they can become airborne.
2: Whoa. You can get them in your
1: eyes, your nose, your mouth. Shut
2: up. Yeah, so
1: I got, <clears throat> I'm really scratchy, but scratchier extra today because whatever creamer was in my coffee, I actually got these really fucking awesome coffee bombs. What That's probably they? what it was. They're called coffee bombs. You can buy them at...
0: They're just called like, coffee bombs?
1: Weedsville or Sun Harvest, I'm sure. It's like a
0: Jaeger bomb, but for coffee. No,
1: no. It's just it in
0: there. Coconut, <laughs> butter,
1: coconut oil, and like butter and cinnamon and maple syrup. It's really good. Ooh,
0: everything in one? Yeah, and you that shake it up and it makes it
1: frothy. Yeah. Get totally out good.
0: of here. It's very, very
1: good. Anyways, but they're expensive, like $10 for like seven. Good Lord. Seven, yeah. Anyways, I
0: spend that shit at Starbucks.
1: For sure, yeah. <laughs> it's cheaper <laughs> to make your coffee bomb still, even with a coffee bomb. Yeah. But So I tell my technicians, I'm like, please... Do not laser over them. But I had a vocal cord nodule one. So when I went to the (gasps) doctor, this is kind of like all, I was learning all this like probably in the same month. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what's wrong with my voice. You know, my clients all come in. They're like, are you okay? Are you sick? And I, I just, every, every six weeks I see my same clients and I'm like, oh no, it's just allergies. And they're like, oh, that's what you said last six weeks. Yeah. Are you sure it's just allergies? Mm -hmm. And it turns out it was a vocal cord nodule. And so when they took it out, they're like, oh yeah, it's just a nodule. People get it who talk a lot. Like you may develop one since you're doing a podcast yeah probably you you need to be careful drink lots of tea and not so much coffee and
0: i know coffee's too acidic i do drink teas though as well
1: that's good caffeine free teas anyways so (laughs) take care of your vocal cords but the doctor was like okay we're going to test this and make sure that it's not like um it doesn't have any viruses uh yeah that's benign and all that stuff and i was like what would it have and they're like oh it could be like hpv or and i'm like what the
0: fuck fuck. please no no i'm
1: not like come yeah. on, like, but I just come mean, not like, not Michael Douglas. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but my medical director was like, well, you could get it from lasering if you laser with someone, general warts. And can, like, yeah, you can, can get can- anything, you know, you just got to be careful.
0: Holy So smokes. when you smell
1: something, like if you're in, you if I you use the bathroom and then I follow in and I use your bathroom and yeah. it smells like
0: general dookie, warts? Yeah.
1: dookie, I'm literally <laughs> breathing in your poop.
0: Your people matter, yeah.
1: Yeah, so if you're lasering someone's butthole and there's hair and you're breathing in, like you're breathing in their body matter yeah. and if they have viruses you're breathing in their viruses
0: do you uh have like a respirator that you put over not like a like a full-on like uh, <laughs> i wear i wear a mask a if
1: i'm if i'm lasering someone that's doing like their full chest full back arms whatever then i wear a mask um because yeah. that's a lot of hair but if sure. i'm just lasering someone's underarms leaving the room yeah fuck it. coming back in like 20 minutes later i have fresh air that i'm breathing and i'm you know, oh. blow my nose and i'm you know i always obviously I clean my face and stuff like that but um
0: how long does that take you said like 20 minutes and then you take a break and then you come back
1: well no i i'm sorry between clients you know oh, okay i got gotcha. you uh, i have clients
0: the <laughs> like, good lord most
1: laser hair removal treatments take 30 minutes or less okay most of the laser treatments in general
0: you can't schedule like a full body thing right i
1: do we do have clients that do full bodies so like really? two hours two and a half hours
0: fuck that's yeah. wild
1: so then i would wear a mask and i would actually even offer my client a mask if they wanted
0: yeah i'd take the mask
1: you probably wouldn't
0: No, it's hard. Like, it's gonna be like (laughs)
1: wearing the mask and the goggles and like texting and talking, and it's just a lot, you know? Yeah,
0: I'm sure it's like living
1: with this in front of you, this like microphone.
0: Yeah, (laughs) you might be used to it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But laser
1: hair was definitely, I mean, there's tons of gross stories to be told, you know, but um, those are probably that's probably like that's the crappiest part of my job. Sure. As far as that, I manage 11 employees and they're all female, and that's
0: that's pretty rough.
1: I mean, you. Have a girlfriend, you date one girl, it's pretty hard.
0: I yeah. I I'm know. pretty much
1: dating eleven girls, you know. <laughs> same
0: that whenever I was at Star Bar, I managed yeah. eight employees, which is not a lot. That it's was hard. wild.
1: I that's the largest <laughs> amount of stress in my life. Yeah. I have 11 employees and they don't know they're being stressful. No, no. they're great. They're they're of amazing. I love my employees. But they all come at you from a different angle. Yes. And sometimes for the same thing. Like I'm literally, I'm like sitting at home in front of my computer working because i work from home Mm -hmm. most days and then i'll have one employee call me and she's no shit sitting directly like adjacent to the other employee yeah and then i get a call i said hey hold on a minute so-and-so uh elements is calling me
2: yeah i'm like
1: um hello she's like oh this and this and this is happening i'm like is so-and-so not just sitting right next to you yeah she's like yeah i'm like is she on the phone? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, she was on the phone with me telling <laughs> the exact same story. Like I do not need 17 people
0: yeah. or 11 calling yeah. me mean
1: for the same thing. Delegate like, just talk one to person other. to tell
0: me and then have that person get just, in contact with just me. Just
1: communicate with each other. Yeah. But they're, you know, uh, it's not their fault because they're trying to do the right thing. Sure. They're, they're all really good employees. They just, they don't know that I'm getting it from every angle. Yeah. And so I, it gets very stressful.
0: Um, I, I ran into <laughs> a lot of like time off People would be like, Oh, it's so and so's but it's my mom's birthday. I have to have Thursday off. And mm-hmm. they'd be really excited about it. I'm like, You're destroying my schedule. I just <laughs> took two weeks to make. You're like you know it your mom's birthday. Your whole life. Yeah. You know it your mom's and birthday. Yeah, it would kind of feel like a dick, but I'm like, it took me a long time to figure all this out. The Every single person, it is, right? Scheduling is hard. Um Sorry, I didn't mean to get off on a tear about no, that's okay. my old old job. Uh, how long before you see results? Uh, oh, you... for hair removal? Yeah. Oh,
1: immediately. I mean, not immediately, I, I should say. The first treatment yields yeah. really amazing results. I'm talking like 20 or 30% reduction in hair. The first three treatments, just like with your tattoo removal, the first three treatments are amazing. Mm-hmm. And then um, because the ink is lighter or the hair is lighter um, and the hair that remains is deeper, like it just is a little bit more resistant, we increase the settings to try to get better results, but it's a little bit slower to go. So after about the third treatment, it starts getting less effective. Yeah. But it's still effective. You just need to do, you know, I'd say six to ten laser hair removal treatments in most areas of the body, except for the face. The face needs like double. Oh, really? And then for tattoo removal, you're talking like eight to 20 treatments.
0: Damn. Yeah. Holy smokes. That's a lot. That is a lot for just... Okay.
1: To have tattoo removal with no scarring... Yeah. It really takes that long. If you... You know, there's some places in town and even at our spa, we sometimes, you know, remove tattoos faster, but not like not sometimes without having copious amounts of blistering, like crazy amounts sure. of blistering will cause really good reduction in ink, but really high risk of scarring. And so, like, if you have Jennifer's name, you know, <laughs> on your chest <laughs> yeah. and you're trying to remove Jennifer because you're done with her, uh-huh. then um, you don't want it scarred into you, her name. Yeah. You know, if you can... Tattoo you know,
0: turns into a brand.
1: Like- inexpensive treatments at Mad Dog Tattoo Removal, um, and spaced apart, you know, like a month and a half to two months. Yeah, and you come in and you do your consecutive, you know, eight to twenty treatments. And I'm talking like eight, ten, twelve for just professional black ink. But if you have colors, and it might take upwards towards twenty treatments. Holy! But I've fuck. seen tattoos completely gone, beautiful, smooth, like nobody could ever tell that, that person ever had a tattoo. Even we had a client that came another day. And I can't say her name because of HIPAA regulations, but yeah, that's she fine. had a tattoo on her face. Mm-hmm. And she, I mean, when you see people with tattoos on their face, you know, a lot of times you're going to give them a little immediate judgment until you meet them. Yeah. Especially if they're not a tattoo artist. For sure. Okay. So if they're not a tattoo artist, they have a tattoo on their face, you're like, what was that person thinking? Mm-hmm. That, do they have good judgment? Yeah. Should I be talking to them? Yeah. You know, yeah, well, why are they by my house? Why are they in my car? <laughs> why are they shopping so close to my shopping cart? You know, like, yes, you just you- start thinking about things, and that's not cool or fair, but they well, do get judged. So I re- we removed this lady's tattoo on her face, and she is a sweet—she's a nursing student. I mean, she's a great gal, and I had a guy, same thing. He worked at Walmart, and he had a tattoo on his face. He never could get a management position. Mm-hmm because He had this tattoo on his face, and he was always constantly being judged by upper management. Yeah, but he removed the tattoo literally did two treatments Boom. and then he had a job wow. as a manager. I mean, he had wow. a job for 10, 11 years, but then he got promoted to manager, which was huge for him. Because at Walmart, like when you get promoted to manager, they send you to like for him, he got sent to like Orlando, him and his whole family, like a whole week's trip. He got training for a week in Orlando, and his family got to go to um, what is it, Disneyland or Disney World? Yeah. In Orlando for the whole week. It was yeah. like a paid vacation. And then he of, of course he got a raise. And um he said he was already basically doing all the jobs as a manager, but he wasn't
2: it wasn't good. He didn't paid. have the title. Yeah.
1: And or the respect because and like he would hire people would get hired and he would train them. Mm-hmm. And then they would move on to be management. And he would never get, you know, raises. Yeah, or he would never get bumped up, promoted because he kept he didn't getting- know why. And people were like, It's probably because of your tattoo and he didn't believe it but Literally, like two treatments in, and boom, got promoted.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> those face
1: tattoos are usually pretty easy to remove.
0: Oh, are they really? Yeah, because yeah. they're light and usually a little small. Tattoo artists
1: are usually not that bad people, and they will not necessarily put that tattoo that deep in. You know, like oh. they're dealing with someone's face, they know the skin is fragile, they and they probably know that that client might want to remove it or they it will fade. You know, that's like I, I know that's what I'm thinking. I, I'm not an I'm not much of an artist, I'm definitely not a tattoo artist, but. You know, I'm still a human and slightly compassionate.
0: Sure. Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. As humans, we typically are. And same thing with the, what you were saying earlier. Like, I try not to, to judge someone. But yeah, you automatically make a prejudgment as it's our it's a human defense mechanism. You see someone, you size them up. You're like, are they a threat? Are they not a threat? Is this, is that? There's no offense to the person. It just naturally happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's also on the other side of the coin you're compassionate, like <laughs> just naturally. Like, yeah, I'm like gonna I, be I, I concerned am, about your future well being. Yeah. Um, I want you to get that job promotion.
1: I often am lasering someone's tattoos on their arms or hands or whatever, yeah. or maybe, and I see something like I see a teardrop or I see something on their knuckles or three dots. People, kids used to get like three dots on their hand. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what, what was that? What I don't Was know a what triangle?
0: It meant. Didn't that mean like you it killed someone? It meant something. Or you, yeah. It wasn't bad. I remember. <laughs> I'm not from
1: it. Texas. I feel like Texas, you know.
0: I was in it's like 8th like grade and I remember people would like take ink pens yeah. and like put it in the uh, like the web of me in between, too yeah like that's your, where they did
1: it yeah, so I would be removing someone's like bicep hand. tattoo or like I said Jennifer from the chest or something yeah and I would see the three dots like do you want me to remove that and they're like oh I just didn't really feel like paying for it like it's not that big of a deal. Like it is actually a big deal if you don't like it I don't yeah. mind removing it for it. I didn't even charge you I'll just zap it. And I zap it usually once or twice and they're gone. Because they're homemade tattoos. They're not that deep so they're easy to remove.
0: Yeah. Why? What is that? Like, is Are the professional ones harder to um, yeah, remove? Yeah, I mean,
1: professional tattoos go deeper into the, the dermis and yeah, for sure it's going to take many more treatments to remove a professional tattoo than it will an amateur tattoo. Yeah. And when I say amateur I mean like homegrown with like an ink pen and like a needle or something. But if you're doing it with a homemade tattoo gun, I mean if you're using a tattoo gun, whether it's Made from a manufacturer, made at home. It's still a tattoo gun, and it's going to penetrate ink deeper into the yeah into the dermis.
0: <laughs> Amateurs <laughs> barely getting the dermis. Get in there. Get in there. Yeah. That's funny. Um, do you tip? Do you stress to people like not to wax or uh, put like colognes or deodorants on after they get a treatment, just because the skin is sensitive? Or is that?
1: I mean, I just. I wouldn't say that I stress specifically those things, but I give them a post-treatment care sheet that's just like, hey, so here's been- good home health, <laughs> good home care. Basically, <laughs> it's a burn. We like intentionally burn that area. It's a controlled burn. Treat yeah. it like a burn. If if they have kids, I'll ask them like, do you have kids? Treat it like you would treat your child's burn, not necessarily yours, because you're like a grown up and you're like, oh, I'll fucking burn myself. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I'll just let it heal. But treat it like nurture it. Yeah. You know, keep it moist. You know, Aquaphor, Neosporin manage it if you're going to be getting it dirty or going on a bike ride or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do Take you sure
0: of it. tell me what you tell people to prep before you do a Brazilian?
1: Oh <laughs> Is we there, just, yeah, What's you know? the stance called? Well, so, you know, when, oh, you mean how do they position? Uh, well, I just have the, I tell them to shave before they come in, obviously. And most women are already good. Now, men, the sometimes they squat? don't know. Oh, the sumo squat. <laughs> I told you about that. sumo squat. Yeah. I, just, I talk too much. I no, <laughs> I like it. I
0: thought I got a good visual because I look like, a, you know, a sumo wrestler will like stand wide. I don't and know then, if I
1: want anybody having a visual of me <laughs> sumo squatting, but I know what you mean. I do. I tell all my clients when, cause I don't want to ever have that. Honey butter biscuit in my nose again. No, you know what yeah. I mean? You
0: learn, you learn <laughs> lesson the first. Lesson. So time. I
1: tell my clients, if they're not doing a good job shaving, I say, Ma'am, you didn't do a good job shaving, so I'm not going to be able to laser over this area.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Especially if I can't get the razor in there well. But I will be like, hey, let me go in front of you. This is what I want you to do when you're trying you to do a sumo <laughs> squat. You know how the big fat sumo wrestler and the little diaper he does, like the boom, boom, with yeah. his legs. And he wide opens his legs really wide and he squats and down squats real down. low. Yeah. So you squat down just like a sumo wrestler. Yeah. And you take that razor and you just like,
0: a scoop in there you like an ice cream scooper. Scoop
1: it like an ice cream scooper, yeah. Because <laughs> if you go up and down, like there's plastic edges on the on the razor. So if there's plastic edges on the razor, obviously you're gonna miss the strip of hair. Yeah. So you gotta go in the opposite direction. So that's all. Just like you're gonna prepare in case you had, you know, a new boyfriend or something i don't know like just shave yeah, really, yeah. really really really
0: well <laughs> i'm getting lucky tonight i better sumo squat i better for this sumo one.
1: squat for this one
0: <laughs> <laughs> i really care about this one i'm gonna sumo squat and sure. really ice cream scoop in there
1: ice
0: cream uh, <laughs> <cream>. <laughs> uh, i had a client
1: i love her i'm not gonna say her name because obviously i can't but um she's more turned into a friend but she yeah. said she used to shave and then she would go up to her husband she's like bob bob can can you look at my, can you look to make sure I shave off? Well? And he would be like, What are you talking about? And he's like a businessman and like reading his newspaper. Straight legs. And she literally just put her butt right in front of him, bent over really wide, spread her cheeks apart, and like pulled this ma- uh, newspaper down and was like, Look, is there any hair at all? And he's like, Look, you need to step away. Just like, I like you. I like this area of your body, but yeah. not in this no. manner. So can you please, there's no hair, all right?
0: Yeah, I'm going to get you a mirror. Can you please leave
1: that to Michelle? Yeah. Can you please, yeah. like, that's her that's her job.
0: <laughs> I'll pay for your next treatment. Just don't show me these things. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's funny. So yeah, many men funny. do actually pay for the women's laser hair removal, and I can totally understand why. I yeah, mean, I get behind that. I mean, why not? If you can make sure that that's clean all the time, you know, and you don't have to worry about waiting for her to go to the lake. Hey, we're going to the lake. Okay, great. Give me just an hour. Yeah. no. No, no, right you away. You need to have yeah. been ready. Why are you not ready? Yeah. Well, how can we get rid of this? You're like, let's get you some laser hair removal.
0: Yeah. Do you ever see ready. trends in like pubic hair? You know how like, oh, uh, like you want
1: shapes or stars or something? We can't do that because our laser doesn't really allow it.
0: Well, I mean, like, um, oh, like all if, gone
1: strips. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're, like they're like was,
0: in the '70s, there's it was
1: true a bush, bush.
0: bushomatic, and then uh, now it's more common to not have so much, but I feel like uh, it might be coming back around
1: a little bit. No, i mean do you ever it's too late for some of us <laughs> well, i hope not i'm not gonna we're gonna do wigs were you st- selling wigs for Yeah. Us, like with your beard hair you have, like a little stick were you sell little patches <laughs> we can put down there in case our guy wants like a 70s locks look. of
0: love yeah, yeah right
1: <laughs> um no so older women what if you said, like those stick on
0: mustaches yeah right you know <laughs> you could just do like a landing strip <laughs> like a funny mustache
1: i will say that women over the age of 45 maybe 50 they, mm-hmm. they still want their all their hair there oh, they just really? want to clean up the edges and then
0: what if you get older and it, it
1: you know maybe it turns you want gray to- no so I have a client <laughs> and she's amazing I love her and she was like look I um I, I did my laser hair she was she already finished her laser hair and well, now her daughter is coming to me like she's a good client she, she refers all to people yeah and she got a divorce and she started dating this guy and she's um she is really a beautiful woman mm-hmm. and she's probably like in her 60s, like 62, maybe. Yeah. She started dating a guy who was like 29. And uh-huh. she said she didn't want him to know how old she was, because he knows she's older, obviously, but yeah, he but doesn't know how exactly. old she is. Sure. Um, and she saw gray hair down there, and she's like, Oh my god, if he sees this gray hair, he's gonna break up with me <laughs> because I can't have gray pubic hair. Like, that's just not okay. Yeah. And he's gonna know I'm a grandma and that's not all right. Yeah. So she came in, she's like, I want to laser it all, just like the young girls. So I'm like, yeah, but you're still going to have that one gray hair. You have to tweeze it often, so keep your eye on it. You're not going to ever see it because you're like 60 years old. So Yeah. Someone's going to have to tell you there's a gray hair, That if you feel it, then I guess you'll have to take care of it. <laughs>
0: yeah. So she just buzzed the whole thing, zapped it.
1: So we zapped the whole thing. Good
0: yeah. Lord. Nice work. So Rena. I always
1: tell clients when they come in that want to leave it. I'm like, look, eventually it's going to turn gray and then you're not going to want it. Yeah. You're not going to be able to dye that hair often. I mean,
0: I was wondering where my it. grandma said that she didn't have <laughs> enough money for, for Christmas presents this year. <laughs> was that her? Maybe. Me, Ma? <laughs> Is that you? I'm just strapped this season. I've been spending a lot of money elsewhere. Um, <laughs> funny. I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah. So. Um, can we talk about um tattoo removal a little more? I just got mine done. I kind of regret. I got this tattoo that I thought I was entitled to when I was like 18. Ran out and got one. I was all drunk and he was like, Oh, can do it." Do
1: you remember where you got it? Like which place? Yeah,
0: I got it in Dallas uh, from a place called Pair of Dice. It's like a play on words, paradise, yeah, yeah. Paradise. paradise. You um, know, uh, Mad
1: Dog Tattoo Room used to be a tattoo parlor, I think at one point. I remember being oh, really? under the age of 18 or maybe just 18 and going in all these tattoo parlors. And I remember going in there before I worked there, you know, I worked there when I was like 25 or 26. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember going in there like, I think I've been here before. Did this <laughs> used to be a tattoo place? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, sure enough, I think it was.
0: Holy shit.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> um lots of young mistakes come in our door and yeah and i'm hey, sure or, i had this guy oh he's so funny he um he had a parrot on his hand because it was halloween uh-huh. and he was a pirate and he forgot his parrot at home so i went into one of the tattoo bars on sixth street or tattoo parlors on sixth street and he was like hey can you tattoo a parrot on my hand they're like yeah but this is permanent and he was like i'm fucking care." yeah and it was wasted so i got a parrot tattooed on his hand
0: oh my god and i was
1: like well as long as it did the trick like he were you able to pick up chicks and he's yeah. like hell yeah i was like yeah. okay well then it's totally, sure it <laughs> totally worth a hand tattoo then i guess right <laughs> i don't know it's harder for some people to get, Can like, you do that a
0: parrot I'm just, impersonation because i feel like that would be key if you had one no, on you your.
1: have to do a a pirate impersonation, but I guess you know.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like he would, he would like, oh, how about that cute one over there? And then his hand would be
1: like, a little thick for me. <laughs> Keep on going. I
0: don't know.
1: I think his parent would probably take anything. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I'll take what I can get. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, that's uh, that's my motto. No, I'm just kidding. That's gross. Um, uh, so yeah, that's crazy stuff. The worst tattoo that I've ever, the worst like regrettable tattoo I've heard slash seen Uh, a friend of mine Lauren um, I think I don't know if she met this guy traveling but um, he went out got all fucked up or maybe they were just traveling together whatever Um, not important Uh, he went and got a tattoo of like a cyclone on his neck it was like a cartoon tornado and in the middle of the cartoon tornado with like eyes and like a mad face Mm -hmm. uh, it just said fuck (laughs) On a neck tattoo, fuck tornado, Mad Face, huge like the size of like your hand. (laughs) And he's he has. Did he have
1: other neck tattoos or face mm, tattoos? No, Mm, not at all. Really odd. Yeah,
0: he just went out and got. He's not a
1: tattoo artist. I say, I feel like you shouldn't be tattooing your neck and above if you're not a tattoo artist.
0: Yeah, and this was outside of the country too so like i'm sure the rules were like a little lenient looser yeah Mm -hmm. um but i agree with you as far as like if tattoo is not your profession maybe don't go beyond (laughs) your hands and knuckles and neck i don't know um but yeah uh she had to like dig up an old photo and be like there it is and she showed it to me i was like yeah i'd get that removed it was rough yeah it was well, rough
1: neck tattoos are easy to remove because it's really thin skin so that's good but it hurts like a bitch i'm sure because it's very sensitive skin you like get your neck pinched and you're like what the fuck yeah so yeah i'm sure it hurts really bad
0: have you um is it, i've heard before that if you have better circulation like further away from your heart the so, more results yeah, well, the results are better
1: so distal are, extremities are, which are farther from your heart are yeah the results are less effective because the blood supply is not as good
2: yeah
1: it's so a good blood flow so specifically if someone like had diabetes or something where their blood flow was really bad then that would be you know on their extremities that would definitely be a slower to remove tattoo but tattoos that are close to your heart uh your body can filter out that waste a lot faster so yes oh nice better blood flow means better tattoo removal that's awesome don't bog your daddy your, your daddy <laughs> <laughs> Don't bog your your body down with um, toxins and you know bad things right before you go get your tattoo removal because yeah. this is just my theory. It's not in the textbooks or anything, but if you're if the way the tattoo room works is it heats up the ink particles the smaller and it breaks them down into smaller ink particles and then your body's like whoa what the fuck is going on I'm on fire and it sends these little Langerhand cells these little cells to the area to heal the the wound yeah and then while it's there healing that burn it's like oh. Hey, there's a foreign object here, yeah. and it takes that foreign object and it filters out naturally through your waste system. So you sweat it out, you're urinate it out; it goes out naturally. So if you had a blister, it goes out through the surface of your skin because that's the easiest way out. But yeah. with our lasers to prevent scarring, they don't—they you know—they're we're they're kind of designed not to cause blistering. Yeah. So if they're not causing a blister, it goes out naturally through your waste system. So it only makes sense. That if you're not drinking alcohol for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and <laughs> lots of a coffee. And um, you know, if you're training your body well and you're exercising, you're drinking a lot of water and you're doing what you can to keep your waste system clean and clear, yeah, then your body should be able to filter that out easier. Wow. That's my theory. I love to write
0: That's a crazy. paper on that. Yeah, yeah. That's bananas. I didn't Nobody even know. Nobody's still my
1: ideas. This is a trademarked <laughs> That's mine. come My ideas by Michelle Eats. <laughs>
0: yeah, it definitely feels like Okay, whenever I went in for the first treatment, I didn't really know what to expect. I've heard that, like, this hurts a lot more than getting a tattoo. When when you get a tattoo, they're on your skin for, like, hours, a very concentrated place over and over again. Um, With the laser, it was just like a big brush, like like a brush swoop, um, where the tattoo on my back probably took 45 minutes to an hour and then when I got it zapped with the laser, it took like a minute,
1: maybe, maybe,
0: maybe, maybe a minute. But definitely felt like burning and electricity in one spot. If I can, I mean, that's the easiest way I can describe it. Uh, and I recorded it, um, and I'll play it at the end of the episode of me Every getting zapped.
1: Ten milliseconds is another pulse. So I don't know how many pulses it took to kind of laser you. But mm-hmm. if your tattoo is the size of this indexed card, yeah, then. I don't know, maybe seven seconds. I mean, yeah, it's not a, not. A, it's a very very fast procedure. Yeah. So I had a client that I was literally lasering her from her neck all the way down past her bum, the whole back. It's like she had a like a lion laid on her, a tiger or something. Whoa! And I was laser lasering all those tiger stripes off of her, and uh, I mean it was pretty painful, but she was still only in the room for like twenty five minutes. Yeah. Like lasering time. I mean, she was in the room like longer because she needed breaks.
0: I think the second go around, it didn't hurt as much because mm-hmm. I sort of knew what to expect. You're but mentally the per- prepared. I think so. So yeah. I
1: try to. So when I'm doing tattoo removal, I try to tell people, like, it hurts really bad, like, really hurts. Like, if you burn yourself on the stove, yeah, accident, by, hopefully by accident, <laughs> while you're cooking, <laughs> it feels like that. Or, like, for, with women, I'm like, oh, if you burn yourself with a curling iron, you know, right away, it doesn't hurt as bad. But, like, right afterwards, like, oh, shit, that really fucking burns. Yeah. It's kind of like that. But yeah. this one, Right away, it actually does hurt, but
0: yeah, um, <laughs> it's a little bit of both. So, I give
1: them this mental picture that they know they're going to experience a burning sensation, and so they're more mentally prepared for it. But, yes, if you didn't get that mm-hmm. and they were like, Okay, it's just going to hurt really bad, just gonna bear it breathing through your nose, out through your mouth, yeah, then yeah, it's going to hurt worse if you don't know what to expect because then you're kind of in shock and like, Whoa, what the fuck? I was not expecting that. Okay, oh, oh, stop. Okay, it's done. All right, yeah
0: thanks. <laughs> it was the first <laughs> the
1: time you can say stop, it's done.
0: <laughs> it's the first time in my life a medical professional goes, Okay, um. Brace yourself, because this is going to fucking hurt. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's wild hearing that from a nurse. It's usually like, okay, you're going to feel a little tickle and then like a little buzz. And then, yeah, a little pinch. I'm going to press right here.
1: No, we we don't sugarcoat it. We don't sugarcoat it. Yeah, it's
0: very straightforward. We want
1: you to be mentally prepared, because we don't want you to be like... I fucking went there and they didn't tell me it was going to hurt like a bitch and it hurt and I'm never going back. So we like to just give you a heads up. It's going to hurt. (laughs) Are you sure you want to do this? Do you really hate this tattoo? Okay, great. Because it's going to be painful for many treatments. But, I mean, I would say you're talking 8 to 20 treatments. Let's say your tattoo is black ink and you only need like 10 treatments. Mm -hmm. That's a year. So one year out of your life, you could live to be 100 years old. I don't know. based on your ancestry, right? And how you live your life. But, I'll probably live to be close to hundred years old. Yeah. You know? So one year, even if it's two years or three years, that's nothing. Yeah. In comparison to your whole life. So I'd rather get rid of something I didn't like, you know, in, in my opinion, that's it.
0: Yeah. I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. I, I can get down with that. Um, I'm at the uh, point of the show where we start wrapping things up. Is there anything that we didn't go over that you would like to give a pur- public service announcement out to or plug anything? Oh, I
1: think I feel like we went over everything. Tattoo removal hurts like a bitch, but it's really fast. (laughs) Uh Hair removal doesn't really hurt. It's pretty amazing. No one should have body hair if they don't have to and they don't want it. Yeah. Although your laser technician should be treated really well because she has to smell your burning butthole hair. True. (laughs) Yeah. Bring her cookies. uh, IV hydration is awesome and it will take 25 to 35 minutes and I, you don't have a hangover anymore.
0: I concur. So there's
1: no reason to ever have a hangover anymore. Yeah. As long as you have 100 bucks in your pocket.
0: No need for hair.
1: No need for hair.
0: No need for hangovers. No need for hangovers. No need for bad tattoos.
1: <laughs> no need, no need for bad tattoos.
0: <laughs> All right. Um and then since the show kind of gets heavy uh, every once in a while, we like to end the show with a Poop story.
1: Poop. We already talked about poop.
0: We did already talk about poop. I so. talk about
1: poop pretty much in every conversation <laughs> that I have. I mean, I like talking about poop. It's um, Weird, but I do.
0: So, do you ever? Do, do you have a story where you maybe pooped your pants, or someone you know? My pants. Or I don't know. Or you maybe? I you think, you.
1: think I am. <laughs> I'm Michelle E. Or maybe on a rolling revival. I don't poop my pants.
0: Okay, I didn't know if like maybe a <laughs> client came on and like they were really hungover and they. Sharded as oh, everybody knows. No,
1: it. but I have a really funny poop story. Tell me that. I forgot. That's Did I told you about it already about my kid.
0: No, tell me about your so kid. I, Kids um, are always pooping, by the way.
1: <laughs> they do always poop. We <laughs> always poop for humans, right? Correct. Pooping. I have a really funny fart story about my medical director, but I don't think that she would like me to tell it. <laughs> I'll tell both. <laughs> I feel like I should. I'm going to tell it. I'm going to give her a plug and I'm going to tell it. Okay, so I feel cool. like it'll be fair. Um, let me tell you my poop story. Okay. I'm going to tell you my fart story because we're in with a poop, right? Um, okay. So. Doctor Ling, who is my medical director, whom I love, and she's also my good friend. Uh-huh. She um, was our medical director at uh, Elements Laser Spa and Mad Dog Tattoo. Remember? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about you know uh, client technician stuff, and uh, we're just talking, and she just toots in the middle of our conversation <laughs> and says, "Excuse me," and carries on, like she's talking, talking, talking. Excuse me, and uh-huh. carries on. I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Wait. Whoa, 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 Dr. Ling! Hold on a minute. You are not allowed you to can't fart just move on. Yeah. and keep going without somebody <laughs> laughing, giggling, and hey, I don't want to smell your fart. Let's go over here. Yeah. So excuse me and pull me away. That would be more appropriate. Sure. So I told her and she laughed and she's like, "What? It's just a normal human body function." Because sure. she's a doctor she's and so doctor. she sees shit like that. Yeah. But me, I think that farts are funny and I can't take yoga because fart. uh, someone farted once in my yoga class and I laughed. And I <laughs> can't believe because I'm an asshole. I guess. I don't know. I didn't fart. So. I guess uh, that I had, person just needed to
0: I had a yoga instructor on clean here out beforehand. And she said that her friend <laughs> farted during like she's an instructor and she's like, All right, everybody just full vignette and, <laughs> and like in the cl- like it was very audible and like, oh my god.
1: I heard that that's like a common thing, but I mean I have taken two yoga classes and Maybe I it never was
0: farted. Class. Was and it the instructor? I mean that I've
1: burped three times while we've been here. <laughs> yeah. I haven't farted once. So I feel like you gotta you're come just out gotta somewhere. like prep for your yoga class with some Pooping or something. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. So yes, you can fart and say, Excuse me, I guess if you're a doctor, that's the normal thing that they do.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. But
1: that's not what normal people <laughs> do. <laughs> um, Dr. Ling owns innate beauty. They do um all skincare stuff. She does fillers, injectables, CO2 fractional.
0: She's a full on she esthetician. She does,
1: she's not an esthetician she's a doctor. Oh, okay. But she has an esthetician that works for her. Okay. And she does everything. So um I'm innatebeauty.com, and that way I can tell her fart jokes and she can't get mad because I gave her a plug. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. yeah. Tit for tat. Um, so I will <laughs> tell you my poop story, um, my shart story. It's okay. not, I've never, I don't think I've ever. That's okay. It could be someone else's. But my my son is really funny because I never was expecting this. So, kids, if you don't have kids, uh, now you know, babies love to be naked. They think it is just so fun. Like, mm-hmm. I guess human adults do. Like, if I've ever, like, oh, streaked as- or skinny dip or something it's like it's funny it's fun and funny to be naked when you're not supposed to be naked yeah i guess as long as it's not illegal right like no
2: yeah no um,
1: whatever it's called um nobody wants to be arrested but little kids love to be naked so he takes a bath and i always let him be naked for like 20 or 30 minutes you know to to just let him air dry and
0: uh, (laughs) it's a good system i'm like
1: (laughs) stretching I, i hurt my back i fell off a treadmill like an idiot but i'm stretching (laughs) <laughs> and yeah it's another story another day <laughs> exercise horrible exercise stories um, so I'm stretching I'm doing like these like granny stretches on the floor in my bedroom and he's running around circles laughing and like kind of jumping on me but he, this time he's just running circles around me like a tornado yeah and I have my knees up to my chest and I'm just holding my knees into my chest and laying on my back and then all of a sudden I feel it's wet no on my leg no, no. you don't know me very well Adam but I smell <laughs> everything like if I were to get a drink from this I, I
2: yeah I smell would just it smell it first. first.
1: Uh-huh. It's just a weird OCD thing, I guess, about me. I'm not sure. I smell everything. Sure. And so I wiped. Like, what is that? And I was like,
2: <laughs> "Give it a whip." <laughs> ew!
1: Ew! <laughs> Saying, "Get over here right now!" Like, stand out. <laughs> no. And then obviously, like I was like disgusted. I had to shower me and him. And like, oh god, did yes. he come sit on your leg? Or no, was it he was running. He was like, it was like, a, it was like, like crop dusting. <laughs> shark dusting or something like a I got oh sprayed it was so weird like cats spray out of their butt you yeah. know like I guess like my kid just sprayed me
0: oh he's like a skunk
1: he's like a skunk
0: yes it was so gross <laughs> he skunked you he
1: literally skunked me it was it's just disgusting I didn't even know that that was like a thing like now I never let him go naked I'm like okay go put your pants yeah, on
0: that Dive, pants uh, underwear on underwear yeah. on <laughs> I don't trust
1: yeah, I anymore. don't trust anybody's <laughs> naked butt anymore and you know in laser uh, laser hair removal class I used to teach laser for many years I would tell my technicians like, when you're lasering around someone's like perianal area, Mm -hmm. like hold a baby wipe right there, like because you don't know if they're gonna fart when they're in this position. Oh, and methane gas comes out of your butthole. Yeah, and methane gas is um, flammable. Yeah, and lasers are hot. Laser (gasps) light, so you could get like. A fart flame which would be so fucking cool yeah but at the same time it would be so dangerous to your hair and your eyes oh and your skin oh my
2: god and
1: so uh, i would tell them i mean i don't ever really do i just kind of laser not directly at the butthole but like around you know yeah but um you know i just you know that's like one of the risks that you take. <laughs> that's why you gotta be nice to your laser technicians
0: i had a, a friend in high school that was like you can light farts on fire and i was like no way dude like i don't believe Did you, you. Do it?
1: He We've did it. tried. I've never seen he, it.
0: He showed me. Um, so you can YouTube it too. People do it often. Yeah, yeah. I, I but believe it. Here's the. Here's the. Uh, here's what he didn't know. His boxers were kind of like old. <laughs> <laughs> so he pulls his pants off and he gets down like box. He gets down with like his ankles behind his ears. And uh, his name's Eric Lee. I'm gonna put him on blast. Um, uh. He puts <laughs> he puts his ankles behind his ears, and <laughs> and goes to light his fart. Uh, so he's got a lighter at his butthole or where his butthole like would between be. Between
1: his legs. He's bending over. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, he's on his back with his legs behind his <laughs> and, and,
1: it's a good visual, and, yeah.
0: Adam. Thank you. Great job, Eric. And uh, <laughs> his boxers were old, so they had like the little balls of yeah, lint yeah. on it. So as he farted, like he lit his own balls on fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> like the flame just shot up and oh he was like, God. ah, ah. I can't uh, and ended up just like whacking himself in the nuts. It was pretty, it was.
1: The a the, the fart when flame no one was, gets hurt it's hilarious
0: yeah the fart flame was funny and then to see him punch himself in the nuts to put the fire out <laughs> was also equally funny yeah but anyways funny uh yeah uh well that's it for us um cool. play thanks us for out. Me. thanks for coming on Michelle you're a trooper thank you so much you answered uh, a lot of my questions um but that's it for us Place out shitty ukulele lights out.
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. Just like I'm just used to looking at someone in the eyes when I talk to them, so I'm like constantly like looking between your little deal. But yeah, yeah it was
0: cool. It's a little weird with felt, that big pole. Felt pretty
1: the- normal after a while. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um I've started. <laughs> so I'm just gonna let you do your thing. Just do your job like normal, and I'm okay. just gonna hang tight. Gotcha. So
1: first we're gonna clean
0: it. First we're cleaning it. Uh, I guess I'm ready. All
1: right. Let me know if you need a break. Okay. Here we
0: go. One, two, three. Ooh. How you feel? Uh, pretty good, relatively speaking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I did this once before, so I kind of know what to expect.
1: Yeah. Icing definitely helps
0: a lot. Icing does help. Oof, are you tracing that thing? Yes, we just go directly <laughs> over your tension. Oh, man.